Professor, tem mais de 30 conselhos, hein? Mais de 30, mais de 30, mano. Garden Parties Football Club, brought to you by Theodora. Yo, there's a there's a black Icelandic person. Is that Welcome back to Garden Parties, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> she plays for, Volks, for Volksberg as well. She plays for Volksberg. We're back off our summer break. It lasted a week, just like the rest of football, where. Like Kevin De Bruyne says, it's just back to him, what glorified friendlies. Glorified friendlies. Um, uh, oh, you oh you have to do your job, dude. Whatever. <laughs> literally, what you, literally what you guys do. said to me on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> so we're back from the beach, metaphorically and figuratively, and let's. Talking about the Champions League final. You mean literally? Oh yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm still on the beach. Who knows? It's the first week yeah. back, dude. Nations League started, which means England's on its way, which means you know, you've got a good, good, good next few episodes. It's content. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, especially when England are gonna lose. Banter boys. We're back, baby. We're back. Yeah. yeah. How many how many easy chants will happen in the next four episodes? Let's find out. <laughs> I can't wait to find Should out. Should we have done one for Scotland? I mean, I did ask my girlfriend what it was in Ukrainian. But that is for later on because right now, what is it in Spanish? Because Liverpool bottled it. Bottled it in Paris. <laughs> You know, Courtois had, like, I mean, I don't watch that much Spanish football. We've got Jesse for that. But Courtois, I don't remember him ever playing like that for Chelsea. Yo, he was unreal. He was unreal. That yeah. save that he made near the end when, ah, uh, was it? Mane, was it Mane? No, no, no. I, I believe it was, it was curling away. It was go. It was going lower and curling away, and Kepa had to make the ex- the full Kepa, extension. Out, I mean, bro. sorry, I keep yo. doing that. Tebow Y'all had to make the f- shit together. Today, yo, I know, man. I know. I'm, re- I'm supposed to be media, aren't I? Tebow yeah. had to. Tebow had to make the full extension and basically got like the bottom edge of his hand to it and turned it away. Oh my! Dude, the one that in the first half when I went Mane and he went on the post. That's when. That's when I was like, oh, my God. And then I was like, Liverpool are going to win. And then I kind of stopped paying attention because I was like, I can't watch Liverpool win. And then there was that disallowed Benderson goal. And I was yeah, like, after the, after the disallowed goal, I was like, oh, here comes Liverpool again. They're going to win. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, these guys, God, I was confident the whole way through. As 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 he kept sa- making saves, I was just like, Yo. Clearly, somebody told him what people said about him that he was going to have to be the guy uh, on the day, but like that because that's what he was playing like. Like somebody was yeah. just like, "Yeah, everybody's saying this about you, so you can't fuck up now." Dude, I honestly think they had like Madrid had like everybody on the pitch was on bits that day. Yeah, like no, Alba was Fetty Valverde. They yeah, Alba yeah. was great. Cruz was great. Modric yeah. like pace pacing yeah. people. It Vinny just didn't Jr., make it obviously. Vinny, they, yeah. Yeah. They were yeah, they were all they all but I think that's the difference. Also, like I mean, I don't know. Like that's that's just pedigree, right? They just all just took it up a, a notch collectively. Cause maybe I mean, it's they kind of they understand what the moment means for Real too. You know, Liverpool haven't won against the top six club all season. So incredible. You know, it's quite funny. 
not to bring, not to make it a United podcast as well, but United spent longer at the top of the Premier than Liverpool did this year. And really, that's the two that really would they wanted to win was the Premier and the Champions League. They took it down to the last bit of both, but the last bit doesn't really matter. And it, let's be honest, fairy tale story for, for, for Real Madrid, one of the richest clubs in the world. A true fairy tale story. <laughs> After getting beat by Bodo Glimt or whatever. Sheriff, uh, sheriff, man. Sheriff, man. how can you forget Sheriff? Yeah, I was supporting them for about two weeks this season. The, the nationless team from Moldova with uh, the with the star Liechtenstein player, wasn't it? The, yeah. Luxembourg. One yeah. of those. And um, Adama that, Tri- and the and another the other Adama, Adama, Tri- Adama, Tri- Adama Tri- That's how yeah. all, yo, that's how Eastern European and off brand they yeah. were. Like yeah. Moldova, they don't have a country, they have a fake Adama Tri- <laughs> Yeah, they it's, got a Dama Troyari off wish. Didn't they not have a sh- even have a sponsor on their shirt for a time? Yeah, they they were were the, the club crest was the sponsor. Yeah, that was but anyway. But anyway, back to Champions League final. Uh, let's not get off that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just start talking. We're about already sharing. devolving into banter boys, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, it's international football. You can smell it. It's right around the corner. I'm holding the keys to international football right oh, now. Man. Just ready to let it go all open <laughs> on Saturday at 12. Go full England hooligan again. Uh, just get my plastic chairs out already. Yeah, but yeah, it is, it is truly amazing. Because, I, I mean, it was like, also it was an entertaining final that we haven't seen for God knows how long. Where Liverpool were attacking and actually creating chances. There was one where Salah, like, I don't know how, I don't know how T-Roll makes that save. Yeah. And because it's like literally on the line when he gets back across goal. Yeah, I'm I'm glad Madrid won. Marcelo become the most decorated player to play for them ever. Lifts yeah, the cup. I like it. I love it. And, and all the all the all like the commentators were like. Would would Marcelo ever have believed this when he when he said he was when he's playing this in this game? And I was like, he has won it like five times. He probably had like yeah. a good yeah. expectation. That he, yeah, he, he was gonna do it. <laughs> not to take not to take away from any anything. Oh, but I had enough about that. In something that was maybe even a bigger game in the grand scheme of things. Uh, Scotland versus Ukraine away in Scotland. Of course, it's away for Ukraine, obvious reasons. Mm. And I don't know, it was kind of weird thinking about this afterwards because with everything hanging over Ukraine, I think everybody in the press was like, can they do it? They've been in these training camps, blah, blah, blah. But they made it to the Euros what quarterfinals this year and Scotland didn't. Mm-hmm. So was it just a better team, just beating a I not think, as good team? I kind of think so. Like, yeah. I heard Sunas come out, and and he was, like, just railing and kind of chatting shit. Like, oh, they're – I mean, I tend to agree with them. They just aren't good enough, maybe. Um, but also, yeah, I just think they got dominated by a better team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, people just kind of – you could say maybe – Also, the fuck – like, sorry – English bias, but like, yeah. you know, Scotland doesn't just because they have a few players that play at the prep doesn't mean they have an overall better team. Right. Like we're talking about, we're talking about this like that this Ukrainian team that does have players in England and also has players playing at like, you know, City and Atalanta and Benfica mm-hmm. and playing in the Champions League mm-hmm. and playing for. Teams like Dinamo Kiev and Shakhtar, which are also very strong teams and could probably beat teams in the Premier League, especially on the lower end of the Premier League, and Scottish teams, which are where the Scottish players are playing. Right. Like Billy Gilmore, got, Billy, Billy Gilmore getting booed by fucking Norwich fans this season. You're going to tell me he's better than what Ukraine has to offer. Uh, my, my girlfriend told me this after the game on Ukrainian Twitter that they were saying that they they like auctioned off the Eurovision uh, right, 
cup or whatever they get. And all the Ukrainians were saying, oh, when we're gonna w- when we win the World Cup, we're gonna auction that off for drones. <laughs> it's amazing. Hell yeah. I was like, yeah, this is something I can get behind. <laughs> What'd you do? I pawned it for weapons. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> uh, yo, this kid Mudrick that they brought on in in the second half was fucking fantastic. He might be my new favorite player. Yeah, he was just he's like a baller. The blonde, like blonde, floppy hair, just running at pace at everybody, just being good. Apparently, that like apparently uh, Brentford tried to sign him a couple of weeks ago, mm. and. Like it got turned down, da- it, it got turned down, and I can only think that's because like he, I think he was going for like fifteen million, and he then he was playing in these games, and everybody was like, ah, probably a, a few more. Than that. Yeah, let's hold on for a couple of weeks and see if we can turn that to twenty five or thirty. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait on, wait, oh, wait. Yeah. like Bayern came in or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's a ball, and Zinchenko as well, like. Is the yeah. rest of the city team that good that they've just got to play him at left back to get him in the team? Because yeah. every time he got the ball, he just like walked through like all the Scotland team twice and just played like the perfect pass. I think it's just it's, it's like, just training. It's training with the city team. Just training with that. I'm not sure. I think he's We're just, really good. But he's exactly. a good player. Yeah, a really good player. <laughs> I think he could do a job. I think for any other team in the Prem, he plays in the center mid. Just it's just hard to get it's just hard to get that number ten role off Kevin De Bruyne, you know. Mm. Maybe, <laughs> he just, maybe he just needs to start wearing number seventeen and learn a little Belgian and see if Pep can make a mistake. Think they're the same person. Yeah, I mean it's all binary in Pep size. You, know, you just yeah. see, you just you're just made out of bigger and smaller footballs. <laughs> <laughs> You know, imagine, imagine like just you know, remember when they used to do the predator vision, just pet vision. Just everybody's everybody looks like the Italian ninety mascot. <laughs> I was I was thinking the Matrix, but like just bendy football going in different ways. Uh, but I'm I'm super happy that Ukraine won, and it just kind of sucks for them that now they've got to play. Wales in Cardiff after playing this match on Wednesday without really having a break and Wales resting like what all of their players against Belgium. Yeah. And this match was like you could see at the end of the match that they really did the running. But apparently, like in the way that they've been training, they've trained like it was a match just to keep them like at that level. Mm-hmm. So this game on Sunday is gonna be pretty interesting. I'm excited to watch it. I told I told my mom I'd cook for her and she could watch the Jubilee before I remembered that this match was on on Sunday and not on Saturday. So she's going to have to not see the Queen ever again. I mean, it's just a hologram of the Queen. Yeah. That, they, that they're rolling out at this point. So, But enough about the conspiracy theories. <laughs> it's a body double. Madge, how, how did you celebrate the Queen's Platinum Jubilee? Uh, I watched Latonois on my phone in meetings from start to finish. I don't even know what the a, fuck that is. Was the last major, that was the last major trophy England won. Mm. It was before. It was the year before night, the '98 World Cup. It was just like the French getting ready for a, the World Cup. Did the cheeky little tournament. Uh. Speaking of tournaments that we don't know if actually ever happened before <laughs> or will ever happen again. The finalisma. It's the what, third yeah, time. Wait, yeah, where did the that third come time from? It's happened. I don't know. It's the third time it's happened. They're like a bunch of them were like, "Oh, it's the third ever finalisma." You know, all this like trying to make it like it was a thing, but it's just not like something that randomly happened two other times. Yeah, I never. I don't heard know of if it. this is. I don't know if they're probably going to turn this into a thing now because. Money. You know they made the com they made the conference league right yeah yeah money, money. <laughs> like we have the nations league the conference let's play league. money making game yeah yeah 
Oh, have you guys heard about the new Super League thing that they might do? So it's like uh, the Europa League and the Conference League play off the finalists, and the winner of that play against the Champions League for the UEFA Super Cup or whatever. Yo, this is just I mean, becomes I like a mathematical equation. The, yeah, you can just like make mad. You just make tournaments to like each tournament plays every other. Like this is mental. But hey, bring back the Inter Toto Cup. That's yeah, bring back Inter Toto. I'm. I mean, listen. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna watch the football. Like I, like I'm not gonna yeah. pretend that I have standards. I mean, I was just watching fucking. What was something was on the other day, and I was oh oh the U.S. versus Morocco. I was just casually watching that. Actually, half the U.S. national team is black now, but that's a, that's maybe a story for Nick and Naj's socialism court. Um, well, what happened in this game before Naj started rambling? Uh, <laughs> Messi likes a final at Wembley, eh? Yeah. You know? More like the, really? the Italians rolled over. Well, really, I think, I think Italy Messi was going off. Italy had a pretty strong 6, 12, maybe like 18 months culminating in winning the Euros. You can't fault them. That was a strong team. But, like, they haven't been good other than that for, like, 17 years. And I feel like it's kind of just, like, not talked about, (laughs) like, a ton. Like, since they won the World Cup, they just, like, haven't been good at all. Like and this, so, I think this 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 game kind of just showed like pretty much every reason why they didn't qualify for the World Cup this time around. Like where they were they're totally different players. Bad. Yeah, because like Mancini came out and said like the players that didn't make it to the World Cup probably wouldn't be playing in this game because he's he's going back to the system that did him so well in the Euros. And obviously, if he just needs to bring in more younger, like hungrier players again, which what he did before that. He's gonna just do it again, even though those players are still quote young yeah. and hungry. Yeah, so that's He's the thing. Like, what, who, like, how much younger are you gonna go? What what younger and newer players are you get that aren't like? Yeah, you can replace replace Eat the back line, but they still have like, you know, Barella and Tanali and Chiesa. Those are all very very young players. I don't, like, I like, don't know. Like, toddlers, bro. If it, is it a system thing? Is it a culture thing? Is it a structural thing? Like, I think, like, um, the Euro run was definitely buoyed on back of momentum, not really any kind of, like, huge overhaul in their playing style or in their, like, system in their federation or anything like that. And they were really poor in this game. I know he's old as fuck, but Chiellini looked like he was, like, running with concrete in his shoes. Oh, he had like a Keelini masterclass where he was just holding onto the back of players' shirts constantly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was he's like almost, looks like that was the game that he goal. was playing. Yeah. And yeah, Messi looked amazing. Yeah. Like the goal from like, Team Maria was great. Yeah. The goal, the goal from, from Dabala was goal from oh yeah, Dabala. I was said Dabala. Uh Dabala was good. Yeah, and Di Maria and Dabala both technically don't have clubs at the moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like, they were like shot window. It's <laughs> like add an extra couple of grand to a contract. Yeah, yeah. Messi's going full Gareth Bale and like only caring about national team duties at the moment. Yeah, was it? <laughs> Argentina, just... Mat- Argentina, Mate, <laughs> PSG in that yeah, order. In that order. <laughs> Meanwhile, Gareth Bale is. Pretending he's not Gareth Bale and writing heartfelt letters to <laughs> to real fans. Oh, I saw straight through that heartfelt message when it was like, "What did it start off with? I've achieved exactly what I wanted to achieve at this club," and it's like, "What? Just make it like making, making the most of- miserable? <laughs> no, making the most amount of money, doing the least amount of work. <laughs> yes, that's yeah, that's the exact thing that I would want I to mean, achieve. But anyways, okay, let's just fucking slow down a minute. <laughs> <laughs> like this guy wasn't a part of like one of the deadliest strike combinations in the world for multiple years. Like he didn't win multiple La Ligas, score one of the most beautiful goals in. Champions League final history, and he won that final and four other ones. Like, yeah, you say that to a Madrid fan. You say that. You say that to a Madrid fan. Well, yeah, well, 
Yeah, we're you not arguing rash, with you, Nick. You see anything rational to a Madrid fan, they're just going to, you know, tell you to go fuck yourself. They're crazy. Yeah. Them and Barcelona yeah, fans are say. just not on this planet. <laughs> like, any anybody else did that at any club, they build a fucking statue for them. Yeah, like you know how you know like Real Madrid Real Madrid and Barca fans are like how rich people lose touch with the with reality. It's just like you yeah. have it good for, for forever and you're just like, yo, yeah, I can how could I eat that kind of fucking caviar? I don't know. Please. Those people are ridiculous. Gareth Bale's a, a national treasure. I think he I mean, he's one of the he technically is. He has an yeah. OB from the Queen. So Yeah. <laughs> Or is it? <laughs> I mean, it's probably for golfing, but it's just like Tupac at Coachella walks out with a sword, and uh, <laughs> I'm gonna stop with I'm gonna stop with the theories, guys. <laughs> uh, the Nations League back, guys. Are you happy about this? Are you sad about this? I'm excited to I see mean, England, like I said. Yeah, I mean, it's like, always yeah. good to watch football, right? Like, yeah. Good for the players. No, is an obvious cash grab. Yes. Does anybody know why it matters? No. Because you can get into the World it? Cup. Yes. Yes. I thought yes. that's what World Cup qualifying was for. Yeah. Right. But you can get into the Euros. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What is it actually? That's what Euro qualifying was for. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, no, but what what stupid the, is I have the I have this word. It's the international version of the Intertoto Cup. What's what's crazy is last year I I had this all worked out about how you get into different tournaments and like how you go up, but they changed it this time. So how you actually get? They changed it again. So I I can't. I don't have it worked out anymore. Uh, Yeah. But yes, I saw one headline that was like, I saw one headline that was like, (laughs) can anyone blame Kevin De Bruyne for not? Caring about the Nations League when he doesn't even know what it is for. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah, fair enough. Sure. Uh, but Spain, Portugal, <clears throat> that was one one. Uh, that was good. But yeah, apart from it wasn't that, was a game. Um, Dybala almost <laughs> being offside on his goal it was kind of funny. That wasn't in the Nations League, though. What? You said Spain, Portugal. Yeah, and then you said the ball, and I was like going back to the. I said Morata. Oh, Morata! I'm still stuck in. I'm still stuck on the beach. You're stuck somewhere, that was, man. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then this was, was yeah. a good game, though. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely a good game. I kind of had it on like. With the rest of bouncing through the Nations League, <laughs> yeah. So, in, so in between Estonia, San Marino, and Czech Republic, Switzerland, yeah. Uh, Ruben Neves really kind of shored things up for them. I think when he came in, Italy was no, not Italy. Spain was just kind of dominating the midfield there in the first half. But I think. An even game is probably the right result here. They've drawn their last like three game, four games together, anyways. Yeah, true. At least this one was one one instead of zero zero like the last two. <laughs> so at least there were some goals. Yeah. Wow. This is the point we're at. But really, all we're looking forward to is Saturday. But- all right. There, yes. Did you watch anything from this Czech Republic-Switzerland game? Did you see the two goals that the Czech Republic scored? No. They were, uh, um, I think, farcical would be the word I used <laughs> to describe them. Farcical. <laughs> they were just crazy As in, like, undeserved. There was a long throw. There was one player in the box. One attacking player in the box. Nobody cleared it for Switzerland, and it just kind of bounced to the back post, and somebody headed it in. And the other one took, like, a massive deflection, and it was just, like, this crazy loop into, like, the far corner. Just go back and watch them. Yeah. So, technically, somebody almost had it through a a ball into the net. 
pretty much like it took like one tiny little touch to get it over the line that but four tall. defenders missed it that is and got to the bro. one attacker at the back post yeah that is and the way they were trying to like head it out too it's just like like a baby <laughs> that you know and like you have to hold a baby's neck up yeah floppy like fish yeah Oh, but what we're really looking to, forward to in all this Nations League is going to happen right before we record next time. England, Germany. Can you? I mean, wait? there also is France, Denmark, Belgium, Netherlands. Those should both, both be pretty good games. And, it's yeah. England, Germany. It's the biggest game in football. Ninety sixty six and all that. Is it? Yeah, it's massive. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait to be on this podcast next week, screaming easy. I cannot wait. wait. Ooh, cannot wait. Ooh. What if he's, Nick, what happens if he's on this podcast next week not screaming easy? Oh, I just want to show up. That's pretty After they lose to Hungary this weekend. (laughs) I don't care about that game. It's a Nations League. (laughs) Playing the Germans on on Tuesday. Is that not also the Nations League? Yeah, but, I mean, some games matter more than others in the Nations League, obviously. <laughs> I think they all Yeah, because it's all made up. Points. Yeah. The Nations League replaces uh, a former <laughs> place that I won't say. Transfers, guys. Pug back Transfers. Yeah. Which is a silly thing to me because they're in the middle of a rebuild and United were in the middle of a rebuild when he got signed for... God knows yeah. how much money. So it seems like maybe not the best move. God, I want him to go to PSG or in or Madrid. They would be good landing spots. Him and him and Lukaku could link back up again and really show the world how it was supposed to be done the first time they linked up. Yeah. <laughs> that would be something. Uh Jay Link. People will try to convince you that it was all his fault and not yeah. that he played 70 that that we had a player play 70 games in midfield over the last two seasons who can't even break into Scotland's midfield three. Yeah. Uh, Talk about a complete, complete or unbalanced midfield. Yeah. Uh, uh, Either getting the band back together at West Ham or I'm imagining looking for a massive payday at Newcastle United. Oh, I'm assuming go to Roma. I love him. I'd love I would him to love go to it. Newcastle. Yeah. I like I like see him win the league with Newcastle things. before we win another trophy. Yeah. It's gonna be good. Millie Rock in front of the stretch for Ned. <sighs> Blonde hair, then, like Guimar age. Oh, imagine the dances. That'd be great. <laughs> imagine. Him and Joel Linton uh, are just going to be sounding. <laughs> fire. Uh, Sadio Mane to Bayern Munich seems like it's done and dusted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He Which definitely is... wants to leave. It seems like, I mean, Liverpool is it's definitely a smart transfer policy, not signing aging players to ridiculous contracts. Like the rumor was Sadio Mane wanted his contract to go from a hundred to three hundred thousand a week, which is just like ridiculous. It completely it would completely break their wage structure. And so I get why they're leaving, but then at the same time it's like him and Mo Salah, you know. I'm sure loyalty is one thing, but like they're like very vocally. I'm not saying like, things are going badly at Liverpool, but like very vocally saying that they're feeling like underappreciated and not, you know, looked after by the club. But I mean, they're already on their way to replacing both of them. Um, so I don't think they'll skip a beat. And players will obviously want to come play for Liverpool, play for Klopp as long as Klopp is there. But yeah, I don't know. Could see that kind of like falling apart a little bit once Klopp leaves. I don't know how much longer he's gonna stay there. 
Wait, runs I honestly think if, if one of the, if one of them big ones leave, it just gives room for like Jota and Diaz to come into the team because well, yeah, also saying, seems like, like it's a, yeah, it, like it might not be bad to change it up. Like Fergie always used to change it up while they were. That's what I'm saying, and that's what I'm saying. They're already on their way to replacing them, but we could see after Klopp's reign is up, and those maybe those players leave because by the time Klopp leaves, it'll be four or five years for Jota. Diaz will have a few years. You know, Fabinho will have been there for five, six years. They might be looking for a new challenge after you know maybe winning the league again or winning more trophies. It's like okay, let's go try somewhere else and like without Klopp and with this kind of you know very strong but like let's face it not um really blockbuster wage structure they're like who else are they gonna you know they've had smart buys but I think Klopp is a much bigger piece of that puzzle and I'm not saying it's gonna happen tomorrow or next season or in the next two seasons but he's not gonna be there forever Mm -hmm. and having two of your biggest players who have been so instrumental to your success leave and be very clear about why they're leaving and how underappreciated they feel isn't like the greatest look for the club, I would say. But they're still Liverpool. They'll still be successful for, you know, probably another five, ten years at least. Yeah. And I wonder how much of that... It speaks to not all being sunshine and roses in Klopp's wonderland over there and it's just hugs and fairy tales, you know. You want a new challenge, you're not feeling appreciated. It's, you know, where's the loyalty, right? Like, yeah. I wonder how much of that is like also um, just smart business on Liverpool. And that's what it is, too. But like, versus like, you know, even. Like I saw a little a snapshot, and God knows how real or not this is, but like Mane is firmly at towards the at the bottom, I think, of like their their first team wages. Yeah, um, he's on like the fact that they have a hundred, a hundred. Yeah, they 100. had him on a hundred. Have him on that, that I saw. Ridiculous. Yeah, and like yeah, yeah, I mean, just him looking around, knowing like you being one of the most instrumental players in the Premiership. Play, but one of the best like, players what, in the, the last world. Five I mean, he did this, one of the best this players season, in the yeah. world. And yeah, you know, he's you've been been like, yeah, and then the rest of the players that are on your level, and the rest of the people on your level are making what 350 a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man's like, got that's gonna make Yeah, I mean, I totally get it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not and, mad at it either. Like, I think yeah. I, I think he deserved it. Like, I love to see that that trajectory as well. Like a player go from, you know, a Southampton or somebody perhaps even smaller and just do work for a while and then keep yeah. going, you know? Let's say, like, Fabio Carvalho is getting to the end of his first contract with Liverpool and, like, they're saying, no, we're not going to go above X. And some other team comes in and be like, well, we're going to fucking pay you double yeah. X. Like, I forgot about him as well, you know, Carvalho. Yeah. yeah, it's not just it's not just these guys who are in their prime. It's like, you know. If he comes in and has a good season, he's up for a contract extension and they'd start lowballing him. Yeah. Like that's where I think that yes, it is a strong wage structure and they've done a really good job maintaining it, but I think that's where it might start getting them into problems. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, he's I mean gonna... thirty years old though. Like I I mean I under yeah. and Salah's yeah. twenty nine, I get it. Like Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's I no way it. you like it's not reasonable to give either of them that kind of money. Yeah, like I think they deserve it, but like you know, I I can't. I just, but the fact that he was on 100 this entire time is. Yeah, that's kind of bogus, you know. Yeah. Uh, on some a good bit of business, uh, Perisic in at Tottenham, completely yeah. blowing apart their way structure. By the oh, way, man. And their yeah. way of signing players. Yeah. So, I mean, has Daniel Levy finally been like, we need to give our manager what they want? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess so. This is like Maybe. a big Kante signing. If they if they do bits in this transfer window, they might be a problem next year. I mean, yeah, look what they did in January. He's definitely, he's definitely an upgrade on Ryan Sessegnon at mm. the left wing back position. Mm. I think he automatically makes them 
a lot more I mean, dangerous yep. in the way that they he wasn't a wing back, back, back for he, he, yeah, he kind of was. He played wing back a lot in Italy. He plays wing back for the national team. Mm-hmm. No, but he's like he can play anywhere. Is what I'm trying to say. He like, play, he's, yeah, he's oh, a very, yeah. like, he's a very anywhere, useful player. Like, yeah, you slot somebody like you know Ben Davies, not a world beater, but you slot somebody like him in behind him as a, as your left center back in a in a back three. Like he's doing bits yeah. down that left side. Yeah. He makes them really, really frightening. Actually, yeah. I just didn't. I, like, I didn't cr- is, comment. Sessegnon is a good player. Reggion is a decent player, but like, I think he brings like it's just he's so much like, more dynamic. He's so much more dynamic than both of them. Yo, and so you know, I think, and he's so much better both ways. They're both good both ways, but he's so much better both ways. He's like, like the edge they need. That's the that's the thing about Spurs is that. They've never like they've not really ever had any edge. Like they're talented a lot, but like, yeah. are they cunts about it? You know, <laughs> like that's the best. I believe. I believe in the Conte they're going to be. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Like you know, <laughs> you know who, who and, I thought it was Joe that they that they sold and Hoybier in the middle. Yeah, like Hoybier is great because he's he is he is that guy. He is a cunt. Uh, you know who I it was? I was a bit surprised, though his game is mostly in the final third. Eric Lamella, just because he's a cunt. Um, he's gone. Yeah, I'm surprised that that they let him go, just because yeah. you know he's gonna he's gonna go get his at least. Uh, but is yeah, like though? I I mean every now and then, did he, like did he though? Yeah, yeah, I don't he, know. He was that's, maybe allergic, that's maybe that's allergic to using his right foot. Yeah, so allergic yeah, to using his right very, foot. Very, very unproductive for anything. long stretches in his in his first career. He's done well at Sevilla, but like, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe not him so much, but I think Perisic is that person who is, yeah, like he's he's yeah, he's just strong. He reminds me of like TAA kind of before TAA, uh, not TAA, fucking Reese James. Wow, I'm bad today. Um. But like just similar skill sets, like really like can score goals, can manufacture goals, will also do that hard work defending, um, running up and down the touchline. Like, yeah. yeah, he's impressive. He's always been impressive, really. Yeah, fuck Spurs though. Mourinho wanted to sign him. Yeah. Yeah. At Roma? At United. Oh, fuck. Well, good. Yeah. Good. Thank God for that. I, I I have to remember that's the only time you guys are really talking about Mourinho when he was at United. I think he tried to sign him at Spurs too. Yeah, yeah I mean. All right, we're gonna take a break on that depressing note and come back with our shirts of the week and whatnot. Yeah, this is Swens, aka Shades, and we want to thank you for always listening to our podcast. Speaking of podcasts, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Now, let me break it down for you. First, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many, many more. Shout out to our listeners who are over there in France, London, and all across the world. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make in a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Garden Parties, ladies and gentlemen, where it's my favorite time, your favorite time, Nick's favorite time, Nandi's favorite time, everyone's favorite time. It is our best ofs this week. We are starting out with the shirt of the week because I was excited to give this answer in the notes and mine is whatever shirt Pogba wears next season. Uh, For obvious reasons. Uh, I think it's going to be funny when he's in at least a Champions League semi-final, if not a final, wearing it, even with Juve. Uh, Yeah, just I think it's going to be an amazing shirt either way. I saw that PSG maybe doing a pastel collection. Can see him looking great in that. Um, my shirt of the week is a 2001 Fortuna Dusseldorf. Wow. Shout out to Harley. Um, Fortuna Dusseldorf uh, 
home shirt. I think this is a home shirt. It's hoops. It's red hoops. Um, it's a Vapotec Umbro shirt. Um, it's really it's it's a belter. It's also got this little this uh, sponsor that is a little star with a very cartoony skull and crossbones in the middle, and that's it for the sponsor. It's a pretty fire shirt. Um, also, I saw a league version of it that has these really wavy numbers on the back. Um, so yes, great shirt. Um, go look it up. Nick, take us away. Um, I went with the Flamengo 1995 Centenary shirt. It's got kind of like a check net, like that checkerboard, but what's it? It's like two big squares, like a big Harlequin. Yeah, Harley, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the big classic uh, Brazilian sponsor and a really nice uh, lace collar. Yeah. I Googled. It's fire. Oh. Big drip. Um, game of the week. Game of the week. My game of the week was Scotland, Ukraine. Uh, it was great. You could see at the end when all the Ukraine players ran over to the Scotland fans and celebrated just really how much it meant for everybody. Scotland fans singing the Ukraine national anthem at the start with everybody. That was nice. Uh, then just the goals were sick. The chip yeah. was insane. Like... It was just all around, like, the ball for the third goal with, like, the last kick of the game from Zinchenko just really made me even more scared of City because if he's been running that hard for that whole game and then can thread that through, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just all around. Great game. Hope Ukraine beat Wales. I'll show it will. My game of the week was uh, GPFC's Quizzo. Um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was a challenge for me and the participants because uh, I could not read Madge's typing or grammar. I just, I want to people, this can be the throwback that I want everybody to give back to us. I will ask you three questions from the Quizzo on this right now, and you can tell me if these mean something to you. And you know what? The first and the first people that get back to us on any social media get a free Diodoro shirt. Fuck it. What recent <laughs> baby moms? What recent baby moms is rumored to have dated Karim Benzema? What Liverpool legend has also played for Madrid and scored in a Manchester Derby? And what is the best football? Answers on at GPFC pod on Instagram and at gardenpartiesfc.com. Yo, just some, yo, just let me uh, use use like a social media filler post so I could do an IG thing. It's fine. We'll just do it that way. We can do it all those ways, in fact. First, first people to answer because these questions, everybody could have got 100 on this. I'm not taking <laughs> this. Bro, this they, couldn't read, they couldn't read what you it wrote. Was, it was typed out. How can you not read it? Your grammar you spell and check? spelling Are you spell checking? <laughs> Are you spell checking everything? Yo, anyway, it was the the GPSC quiz I was sick, mostly because uh the liver the, the ornery Liverpool fan in the audience didn't win anything. Um that had nothing to do with did. my marking. Huh? That had nothing to do with my marking. Yeah, yeah, all right. Well, your marking was just trash. <laughs> Miles off it. Miles off uh, it. Ridiculous. Sorry, Nick. Go ahead. What's your match of the week? Uh, I went with the Finalissima. Um, mostly because it was a really good performance from Argentina. And it was a bunch of players that I don't particularly like too much performing very well. But sometimes you just gotta, you know, give credit where credit's due. Yeah. Pay homage to the soccer gods. My player of the week is Jay Ling's, none other than Jesse Lingard himself. 
Uh, he's been at United since he was a kid. He scored massive goals for us. He got treated like shit last season, mostly because you see how fucking terrible the club is. I will go and buy some Jay Goodman's gear right now. Can I just uh, interject real quick and on that point? Sorry, but I shouldn't be sorry because you do this to me every week. Um, the any argument that the club has about Jesse Lingard leaking posts and being negative in the media and not showing up to training is completely null and void when you consider the fact that Edison Cavani played a lot of games after just fucking off the entire season and coming out in the press saying that he wouldn't have been there for the season if he knew that this is the way it was going to go. <laughs> Yeah, but he got a send-off after his one-and-a-half mediocre season at Manchester United. Anyways. He flipped off the Palace supporters, though. That was pretty funny. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, it's really stupid for of Manchester United. And it's going to be funny when he does bits and wins, like, the FA Cup with the aforementioned West Ham or Newcastle next year. Uh, yeah, that's my player of the week. My player of the week is Findus Jane John. I don't know how to say the last name, but uh, Svendis Jane is um, a Ghanaian Icelandic footballer who won um, the 2021 Golden Boot in uh, the, Frauen, Frauen, the Frauen Bundesliga. Um, also, she led uh Wolfsburger a uh, Wolfsburg sorry to uh the Frauen Bundesliga title this year um she's a baller uh Wolfsburg have a bright lime green kit she's a black Icelander I don't know what else I need to explain I think that's just John's daughter right John's yeah no it's very big like, like her dad's name is John it's John yeah yeah. But her mom is a Ghanaian in, in Iceland, which, wow. Africa knows no bounds. Center of the world, Africa. Black people are everywhere. Everywhere. Children of the so, diaspora. That's um, my, my player of the week is Jimmy Garner. I know we didn't really talk at all about uh, Forrest getting promoted to the Premier League, but he was immense in that playoff final. Um, I think Man United have a very good player on their hands. They just have to manage him well over the next season. I think him going th- this promotion works out well for them, obviously, and us, because it gives us a perfect place just to send him back to for a nice year of Premier League experience. No, that just means that United will let him go out of free in about four years. Yeah, no, just he's just, they're going to sell him to fucking Southampton or something next season, and then he's going to sign for Chelsea two years after that and win the Premier League or some shit like that. Oh, shout-outs. Shout-outs to my mom, my girlfriend, and my cat. Shout-outs to Nick. Happy birthday. Shout-outs to Nudge. Shout-outs to T. Shout-outs to Jesse. Shout-outs to Swens. Shout-outs to Diodoro, who brings you this podcast. Shout-outs to Icarus. Shout-outs to Spread Salam. Shout-outs to Ringleaders FC. Shout-outs to P's and Q's. Shout-outs to all the bigger football family all over the world about doing cool stuff and not just letting FIFA just take your soul away every day, bit by bit, little by little. New tournament by new tournament. Fuck Gianni Infantino. Yeah, fuck Gianni Infantino. Shout out to my mom. Shout out to my family, the rest of them, all of them. Shout out to Rachel. Um, Shout out to Nick. Happy birthday. Um, Someone get him a cake. Uh, shout out to it's too late. Family. I already put an African curse on your house. <laughs> <laughs> too late, bro. There's already an African curse on me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out to Brian and Nick at Diodora. Uh, shout out to Adel to Rap. Um, still getting it in. 
uh, last night versus the U.S. Men's National Team. Shout out to the U.S. Men's National Team for being black as fuck. Shout out Timothy Weah for having an excellent goal as well. Shout out to my mom and uh, my brother and Hatib Ben Arfa. Shout out to all the homies down in D.C., everybody that I saw this weekend. Shout out to me. Um, what was the other one I was going to say? Shout out to none of y'all. <laughs> Shout out to James. Ah, <laughs> he mad. Shout out to fuck. I forgot what I was. The other one I was gonna say. Eh, it doesn't matter. I'll think I'll say it for next time. No this is your God No shout outs to Alan Pardew. Eh, he did the right thing. Yo, <laughs> he did the right thing after being there for two years and constantly witnessing the wrong thing, and then used the right thing to cover up the fact that he. Dropped them out of the championship race and finished 12 points back. A broken clutch right twice a day. This has been Cotton Pies, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Come and play football with us every Tuesday night at 3 2 1. Oh, no. no I, remember gonna, Street. I remember what I was going to say. Dave <laughs> follow, follow us on Twitter at Cotton Pies. Underscore FC. Follow us on Instagram at GPFC Pod. Uh, visit our new website. I promise I'm going to finish it this week, but it's you've got a splash page and a little about us on there. Soon to be having our shirt on there. You can buy that on there. See where our events will be. See where the football is going to be. It's all going to be at one easy place gardenparties.com. <laughs> oh, it's gardenpartiesfc.com. Fuck. Peace. <laughs>